Hella Black episode 80. On this, we talk electoral politics and the importance of divesting from the same systems that have kept black folks and Africans abroad, marginalized and oppressed by this white supremacist capitalist patriarchal state known as the United States of America. Hella Black. This is the perfect opportunity for you for us not to do the same thing. But <laughs> we had some technical difficulties. We did a drop right before this, but apparently my mic was the only mic that wasn't working. And we were saying that we could work on our intro. And then Blake was saying that he doesn't know what a podcast intro could sound like because he doesn't listen to podcasts. And he asked me, why don't I do the intro? And I'm like, well, nigga, I don't know what podcast intros sound like either. <laughs> I Actually, they usually start like, Usually it's fucking the big ones is like advertisements and shit. Right? Or they come like, "Hey, you listening to Hell the Black? Our latest episode is brought to you by da da da." this episode, we have it. No, we we did. We were doing that for a minute. We were doing the drops. Yeah, that was cool. We need to get back to that. Yeah, I was thinking earlier because you know we had we haven't been recording as much. We haven't been putting out the video episodes, and I'm like, fuck, it would be so helpful if we had a complete team around us. Like even you know the three of us. Um, between me and you and Jack is so hard because all of us are battling capitalism and having to work multiple jobs. (laughs) Pandemic, smoke, allergies, asthma. We all had a COVID scare. Niggas have been managing life times fucking 10,000. Yeah, and we be watching... I don't listen to that many podcasts, but there are a lot of... Well... Don't don't tell them the podcast you listen to. I don't listen to podcasts, <laughs> but the one that I do watch is hell out of is yeah whatever. When I watch that shit, I be like, damn, I don't I don't watch it because of the content. I watch it like fuck. Imagine the if creation, we had the full the, production like this. You yeah. know, like we don't yeah we don't even take. It's not like they inspire. I, I just I really. You can see what a full production, what a full team, a full budget, having fucking money, having time to do some shit look like. Because that, that's what it, I mean. A lot of if we look at a lot of podcasts that are really successful and big, it's just you know. 45 year old white men talking to each other about whatever the fuck they want to talk about because even on even on a, even on a producing aspect right me and you produce the show yeah produce except, edit except for upload. when jack does the videos yeah. right but every we, we do all the we produce the show in its entirety and from what i've understand about other podcasts usually that takes like six to eight people excuse me to get done so when you the host, you kind of just hosting. And we hosting. Yeah. I forget about that shit too. And we ho- <laughs> and we and we hosted. Um, but yeah, I be hella. I'm both envious and inspired of the folks, and, and inspired by the folks who get to, uh, who get to, who have like the full on productions. Because I feel like that's what's missing from our. Sh- We've seen the response that we get when we have. You know, like there was that point in time where. Like that three weeks in July when me, you, and Jack were meeting like once a week, right? And that's when we were cranking out the videos. And it was before, you know, niggas had lost jobs and all type of shit that really changed the way that we were able to move through capitalism and as a result move move through the world. But I am, I'm hopeful that today, me and you have had conversations this week. I'm hoping today is the start of a new day for us where we can get content out. It's a new day or a new night. I don't know. Right yeah. now, it's literally like... If then we, I forget that I look outside and be like, what, what do you bro. mean a new day? Like, bro, the world is falling apart. <laughs> like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, for those of y'all not in, in the Bay Area right now, this shit is like orange. Like, this shit is a shade of Donald Trump's skin. Like, this shit dark as hell right now. Like, if we turn the lights off, it would probably be pretty dark in our... It's a little lighter now, but at like, at like 9.30 this morning, 
Bruh. I came into the kitchen, it was fucking pitch black. Bro, is this what these people in like Alaska, isn't it in Alaska like, isn't it dark as hell for like a few months out of the year during the summer or some shit? I have no clue. Yeah. Well, if anyone's listening from Alaska, drop drop a comment. Let us know. <laughs> also, let us know what y'all think a good intro sounds like. Did y'all fuck with, did y'all like when we did the, um, like, hey, this is a Hella Black episode 76 on this one. We sit with such and such and we talk about so what and so what. If y'all thought that was a good intro, let us know. Or if y'all also are just like, hey, fam, like, you just know, y'all talk, niggas nigga. just trying y'all best to do y'all thing, you know? <laughs> y'all, y'all niggas trying y'all best. Do y'all I mean, thing. for a while, we would just fucking start talking. My favorite intro or my favorite way to record the pod is like, you'll be setting up and I'll be sitting down. This hasn't happened in a long time, but like, we would sit the mics down or whatever. And mine would be in front of me, and we, you would just press record without like me really knowing, and I'd just be sitting down on my phone, like talking, and look up, and it would be recording. That's my favorite one because I'm the type of nigga I hate when it's like talk now. Like if you told me like, <laughs> I just I just don't like that. Like I I like just like. I mean, flowing you, you got to kind of warm up. Yeah, for and a it's podcast just, sometimes like you can't, especially for us. It's not like we're setting our whole day aside to podcast. It's like, no, nah, we just hop from a meeting and then it's to a next thing. But even, even without podcasting, I'm saying just life in general, like if somebody yeah. was like, Hey, what's your take on such and such? Like I could give it to him, but there's like, yo, at 11 o'clock tomorrow, I need you to give me a full dissertation on why you don't, on why Elizabeth Warren is a Zionist. I'd be like, Oh shit. All right. Let me, I gotta come with these talking points. These talking points, these talking points, <laughs> but like, or why Libby Schaff is a fucking neo-Nazi. Like I would need to, you know, like if I could just, I just hate having to. It it helps better with my anxiety if I could just want to just feel more natural and shit. We just talking, yeah. But whatever, we're here now. It's been a while since we recorded. Our last episode left is available now, and y'all should for sure stream that. Go listen to that. That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, that's that's a that's a hitter. Yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes. One of my favorite episodes. And the first one we did with him was my favorite too. When we talked about Jay Z and shit. Yeah. Y'all listen to that. Y'all, y'all make sure y'all tap in with them last few that we did. And I think moving forward, we're going to try to get... The goal is to, you know, ideally, I think in an ideal world, we'll get one out once a week. Yeah. I think that would be lit. Because even then, I think our listeners appreciate that. And I think it, it allows people to have some, like, normalcy and um, develop the expectation. Like, oh, you know, I'm going to listen to it on these days type shit. Uh, but in addition to that, go subscribe to our Patreon. And after you subscribe, tell a friend to subscribe and then make sure they tell a friend to tell another friend that they all tell friends to subscribe. Patreon.com backslash Hella Black Pod. Tell your friends. Have your friends tell your friends. Your friends tell your other friends. But yeah, shout out to all the patrons, man. Appreciate y'all for supporting us, rocking with us. You feel me? It's important to support black radical podcasters doing this shit day in, day out. So patreon.com slash hell black pod. What did you call us? Black radical podcasters? Don't call me that no more. I don't I don't vote that title anymore. Don't call me that. Black black podcaster. We just gonna call ourselves niggas talking. The black black, black. <laughs> niggas talking. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's another story, but you know, niggas yeah. talking. Yeah, just some black <laughs> niggas. I'm a black nigga from Oakland that wants to do better, that wants to Play a role in the liberation of Africans in America and abroad. Um, I'm guided by radical politics, but I don't know if I can call myself a radical. I'm guided by revolutionary politics, but I'm for sure not revolutionary yet. Yeah, I ain't no revolutionary yet. Yeah, the people determine if you're a revolutionary or not. Yeah, man. And what does radical mean these days? Who knows? We got to start, you know, 
Never mind, I'm not gonna get into this. Um this is gonna be a really good episode though. I'm excited because it's a it's a playoff of the the last episode we did. I think left I think we I think we all did a really good job of uh, kind of laying the foundation. If you listen to Hella Black, these conversations we consistently have around um looking at the United States of America and analyzing it um in its entirety, specifically the systems that have been laid by the white supremacists that, and I quote, founded this country, right? Because um, that, for some reason, the full analysis always gets removed when it's election season, you know? And I just think it's important that we dive into that. And my goal here is not to tell motherfuckers not to vote. I'm not, like... I'm going to tell you niggas not to fucking but vote. My thing niggas. is, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to tell niggas not to vote. I just want people to... At least understand what the fuck is going on. Have At least a understand full understanding a full of the analysis. Because a lot of yes. times, a lot of these niggas who was voting, especially niggas who is, you know, Democrats and, and their favorite color is blue. Like these niggas, they really don't have no analysis of their candidate. Like, they I, just excuse so much fucking violence in the name of their fucking candidate and don't understand all the fucking issues they have. Like what we were saying, like how do you go from defund the police to elect the police, right? At least like if you say, oh, if Trump is this big old boogeyman that y'all make him into, at least explain like how Kamala Harris and Joe Biden is some boogeyman too, but you still think they're a better boogeyman. Like at least call it for what the shit is and understand their full fucking track record. Because I think if we really look at the track records of both of these politicians, we got to also realize the long fucking career Joe Biden has had. The long career that Kamala Harris has had. And if we want to fucking measure all the fucking shit, it's like, bro, these motherfuckers is straight terrorists to our people too. Facts. Fundamentally. Facts, right? You got to look at you got to look at the people that you're canvassing for and caping for them in their entirety and not it, it, and don't use erasure as a tactic to make them seem like they're people that they're not. But you also need to have a very in-depth understanding of the system that you're talking about as a means of liberation for black folks, right? Like when we talk about voting, let's look what let's look what voting has led to for black folks since we've been organized and fought for the quote unquote right. And let's also let's be- look at voting and let's look at reforming because vote and reform come usually hand in hand in the same sentence from these Negro liberals. Yeah, and let's also just you know do a good job of always remembering. Like yes, let's tell people to like go and vote if you let. That's what you need to do. That's your right. That's what period point blank that's your right but it's and it's important that we note that the liberation of black folks in america the liberation of africans abroad will not come at the hands of electoral politics and they for sure will not come at the hands of the democratic party like as long as you acknowledge that at the end of your go vote for biden a lesser two two evils or whatever they fought for our right for this as long as but i also know that as long as these systems are in place, black folks and Africans will not be liberated. I'm I'm fine with that. My problem is when people act like voting is the end all be all and they have no basis for that. And they refuse to acknowledge the role that electoral politics and that, you know, elections have played in the Oppression, oppression and marginalization of fucking black people and Africans in general. Like, how do you think a system that was rooted in the enslavement and the genocide of our people, the land theft of indigenous people, like, how do you think this system, this electoral system will free you? 
Like, it's not. Like, you ain't ever going to be able to use this system. Like, if they gave you the right to use this system, knowing damn well that this system will never make us liberated. And, it, and it's so wild because you see so many people talk about, oh, like LeBron, for instance. Motherfucker had, you know, Malcolm X's autobiography in his hand in a post-game interview. But then it's going in and saying, oh, vote for Joe Biden and vote for Kamala Harris. Like, bro, if you understand Malcolm's fucking history and the politic that Malcolm stood by, he said the ballot and the bullet back in the 60s. And that's where it gets, I don't know, man, because definitely want to have grace with folks and realize that, you know, everybody's in a a different place of understanding Different things, but don't hold no Malcolm book blood like that's like that's what I'm saying. Like, like at, a, at an elementary <laughs> thing, at, a, at an elementary level, a lot of people are doing things that are very contradictory. Like, you know, invoking the name of Malcolm X, and then the ne- very next breath, saying go vi- go vote for for Joe Biden. And I, I don't know. And it, it it's so fucked up, right? Because it's at a time where people. At least at the very at the very least were at least spewing words of divesting from white supremacist capitalist patriarchal structures, right? Like you had abolish the police. You you had these type of you had defund the police. You had all these things where what which were playing a key role and are invoking very radical thoughts, but then in the next breath you you telling folks to go vote for Joe Biden. And I think at the very I think we should very at least just start with, you know, as we say, look at these candidates in their entirety. We can start to analyze these folks in their entirety, right? right? Like us starting with a Joe and Biden. And you look at Joe Biden's track record. The author of the 1994 crime bill that put hundreds of thousands of police. One of the architects <laughs> of mass incarceration. In black neighborhoods. And Kamala Harris was his foot soldier as a district attorney. Walking niggas up for fucking kids not going to school. You know what's wild? People, we always talk about, we've talked about the 1994 crime bill a few times on this podcast. But I don't think we've done a, a good job of like really going into in depth into what they mean, right? So we talk about the 1994 crime bill, which put hundreds of thousands of police in black neighborhoods, right? It created, I believe, like 60 new, uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? What's the word I'm looking for? Punishable, like 60 crimes. new crimes that are punishable by the death penalty. Come on, my nigga. Eight harsher Joe juvenile Biden, sentences. I wanted you niggas dead. At the end of the day, that's he. he you know what? You niggas this did. nigga imposed mandatory life sentences for people with three or more felony convictions. That's what the nineteen ninety four crime bill did. Come on, my nigga. This shit. Now that was that was under Clinton too, the architect of quote unquote community policing, which it was never community first policing. first black president. <laughs> Is that what they used to call that nigga? <laughs> you know, they say, "Oh, we need more community policing as a fucking reform." And now you still to this day in twenty twenty here. Oh, we need more community policing, nigga. All community policing did is put more fucking pigs on patrol to harass niggas in the fucking community. That's all that shit fucking did is put more fucking pigs on the ground. You got to realize when you vote for Joe Biden, you are voting for the man that designed the bill that played a direct connection to the incarceration and policing of black folks, over policing of black folks, over incarceration of black folks. Even if we, when we study and we look at, right, like the war on drugs and, and Nixon and shit, it's like in those years, incarceration skyrocketed late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s. Because of Joe Biden and because of Richard Nixon. 
right? So when we look at these fucking Democrats and we look at these Republicans, we got to understand that white supremacy is that fucking bird. You feel me? It's still a bird. This left wing is the Democrats. The right wing is the fucking Republicans. And that bird's still going to fly together. They both need to fly in unison for that motherfucker to fly. And this is exactly what white supremacy is doing. Like, yeah. we, we got to ca- quit acting like we have a fucking choice. Like, we niggas want to vote. Oh, you have a choice to vote. You have a choice to vote for that. We, we don't fucking choose shit. You yeah. don't. These politicians are given to you by these corporations. There's a reason why Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is the Democratic candidates. There's a reason why Trump is. These motherfuckers is the same. They is touching toes. You feel me? They is the niggas who's be at the same parties, same fucking like literally Kamala Harris got money from Trump when she was running for district attorney. I mean, you don't, <laughs> you don't even have to go back. Like that if you follow it, the fucking money, it's like it shows you how fucking aligned these politics are. And now he's running against her. Like, bruh, they was funding her. Just look at things for a for, district attorney in San Francisco. I mean, just look at things for what they are, right? You got Kamala Harris who had all these critiques, very valid critiques. Of Biden when they were the opposition, right? And then now those things no longer matter. He's the, he's the he's the right man for the job. How could you trust somebody like that? How could you trust somebody who clearly has shown you that their loyalty lies wherever the money lies? And we know in America, where does the money lie? In the enslavement, in the oppression, in the blood of Africans. <laughs> Come on, we know that. And it's like these people have shown like the people going if, if the system hasn't shown you who, who what it is. Time and time again, the people will show you who they are. All you got to do is pay attention. And like a lot of things, a lot of times you hear excuses like, oh, they just, gotta, they just doing their job. What do you think the president's job is? If the attorney general's job is that, what do you think the president's job is? <laughs> Come on. Let's have that analysis with it. But I think that's, but we've seen this moment being built up for the past four years since Trump got elected. Like we, are they we, really we, lesser of two evils? Like that's are they are they really? But you, you see everyone like oh anybody but Trump or any functioning adult but Trump. You feel me? Like this is the rhetoric that that shit gets you. You feel me? It's like they make Trump into this fucking wild ass person, and then it's like they let the evilness of a Kamala Harris, they let the evilness of a Joe Biden propaganda is just wild. Like it. just from that you rhetoric right there, and anybody that, that, but Trump, it, that 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 has literally gotten people votes. That like benefits. people don't know what <laughs> they, they don't have no idea. What Biden or Kamala stand for? They just know anybody, anybody but, but Trump. Trump. And that just it shows so you how dangerous. how powerful American propaganda is, right? Because it's propaganda that justifies the state of America in itself. Every time you do say, "Oh, vote, vote," this shit matters. You is also justifying the validity of America in this system and thinking that it it, it actually stands for something. So, like for me, not voting is actually a protest of this fucking system in itself because I don't think this just this is a just system at all. And voting ain't no fucking harm reduction, nigga. We've sh- years and years of voting have showed us that voting ain't no fucking harm reduction. Niggas want to act like, oh, you know, we can make make these changes. Like, nigga, what fucking changes, nigga? It's 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 two things for me around the um the the kind of conversations around you know uh, vote, right? Like, one of my things is that I think we said it before on the last episode is we're going to get these crumbs regardless. Like, white Democrats, white liberals will always exist, and they will always make sure. That the progressive left, <laughs> they'll always make sure the Bernieites and the DSAs, they're gonna do their little yada yada yada. We gonna we gonna get <laughs> we gonna get that shit regardless, right? And I think it's also important to an, an analysis that needs to be brought to the table is like, yo, the, the the decisions that are made over here also affect folks abroad. You know what I'm saying? It's like 
shit here is going to affect the continent. It's going to affect Africa. It's going to affect the Middle East. It's going to affect the global South. So if I do decide to vote, it's not going to be just about, I'm not just voting on what happens in America, my nigga. And the, just adding that into your, into your thought practice as you fill out your ballots is something that needs to happen, my nigga. And when you have that thought process and you, you study Biden, like, like he wasn't the fucking right-hand man to Barack Obama. Barack Obama, the same man who dropped more bombs than any other president. You look at Kamala Harris, who was toe-in-toe with uh, the prime minister of Israel. A proud Zionist. Right? So it's like, if, if, if but I think a lot of people just only, th- that's that American shit, though. That's that American privilege. Only they only think about, think about the, the issues that affect them. Okay. Not realizing that literally your politician that you was voting for, your politician that you was advocating for is literally a genocidal terrorist. I don't give a fuck if their color is blue or red. If you look at what they have done to people, like how can you talk to people of Palestine and be like, oh, vote for Kamala Harris. Oh, vote for Joe Biden when they are staunch Zionists, proud Zionists. And they believe in the genocide of Palestinians. How, how, like, but I think that's why that global perspective is so important because if, even if, like, even if you can't see the fucking oppression here that Joe Biden did, even if you can't see the fucking oppression that Kamala Harris did here, when you look at this shit from an international perspective, like, how can you justify the bombing of children? I mean, like, if, if, you could play, you could play at folks who seem to be so frustrated with the current conditions of this country. The current conditions of this country are an exact effect of the cause, which is the fucking systems. Period, bro. Like, y'all are so upset about black folks being killed by the police. Y'all are so upset about the lack of funding for education. Y'all are so upset about the way that we've responded to this pandemic that it that is going to continue to happen. Because it's at the core of the system. Because this country ain't about free health care. This country ain't about free social service. This country ain't about fucking free housing. It doesn't matter if a Democrat or Republican is in the office. They still will not give a fuck about you. There's a reason why there's so much fucking poverty here in Oakland, California. My, my thing is, is folks tell us, right? I know the item. Well, people who are going to listen to this and they either going to feel it or they might start to get frustrated. I can see the frustration coming around like, well, shit, what am I supposed to do? My thing is like, I start looking at other alternatives. Like as to, for me, as opposed to investing my time and upholding the status quo and trying to figure out how to make a system that was clearly designed for the enslavement and killing of, of my people, I choose to look like I choose to look at the alternatives for the preservation and the thrival of my people, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna put my time into studying different economic systems besides capitalism. I'm gonna look at studying different government systems besides electoral besides the the US electoral politics. And I'm gonna look at what does it look like on a day to day basis to put myself and my community in the position to not only survive, but then thrive. That's where I'm spending my time yeah. at, right? It's like mutual aid. That's where I'm spending my time at. Because it's like, you know, shit, I've voted before. I, I've made... Uh, I voted in a local election. Like, yeah. shit, like, even shit like that, I don't care. Like, which one it directly took, it took, it, Yeah. It took me hours, though, to come up and look up everything else. Bro, to make a fucking proposition. Listen, we was talking about it too, like trying to figure out what to vote for and shit. Yeah, like niggas was doing a real. I wasn't just like going off what my family was telling me to vote for Cat or vote for Libby or whoever the fuck was running. I'm like, bro, I'm going to look. And when it comes to the propositions, I'm actually studying them. And even with, I think it was like, fuck, was it like Prop H or Prop G? The one where they wanted to take this money 
they wanted to like expand the budget for houselessness service in, o- in, yeah. in Oakland, right? And I'm Measure like, well, Z, I think, in Oakland. I'm like, well, nigga, what have they done this far? Like, what's the current budget and what have they done? Because we out there every day. I'm like, yeah. okay, so they already have over a million dollars for this budget. And they, Where's the money? This? Then I realized, like, oh, well, the money is being spent evicting people. No, I'm not going to vote for these niggas to get more money until I can figure out what the fuck they're doing until yeah. they learn how to use the money that they already have. Because I remember Measure Z said something like houseless services, and then the money was going to the police to evict houseless people. Or the people who already <laughs> work there probably getting raises and shit. So it's like, you know, it's, I think no one's telling my my thing is I'm not telling people not to vote. I just think after you really do a full deep dive into what voting means and what it has led to in the past, you, you're going to be turned away from it. You're and when you really get that full grasp of America, you're going to be turned away from everything that has allowed yeah. this country to function the way that it does. And the way I'm coming from is like I have voted. I've done the work of looking for propositions and shit. I've been invested in local elections to some degree. And I realized that didn't get shit done. You feel me? I spent hours making all this list up and you feel me? And taking time to go vote. I'm like, bro, nigga, I could have spent four hours doing shit for PBO. I could have been four hours on spending time on on building alternatives to this fucking state. Because even the people, you feel me, that I I thought were quote unquote more radical ended up showing showing their true self come election season. You know, and even these people I thought, ooh, I had some hope for running locally on my damn brother they they showing their true politic they showing their true self and, and changing and shifting the way they talk shifting the way they speak and shifting their, their morals and principles so i'm like no nah, i ain't finna get behind that shit and i've seen it all and it's like if you study even you know for a while it's like yeah local politics that shit matters local politics and you know some people are probably listening to this and say the same thing focus on local politics but i'm like damn when oakland was you know almost 50 percent black and the Black Panther Party had a lot of political control in the city of Oakland. Elaine Brown still political lost political and community control. Elaine Brown still lost city council, and Bobby Seale still lost the mayor's office. So I'm like, I, I would be wild as hell to think that in 2020, at the height of gentrification in Oakland, you would be a that a, a real nigga could win a fucking seat in the city of Oakland. I'd be a fucking fool. I would be somebody who did not fucking study history. I mean, that's what they banking on. They banking that you can fall victim to the propaganda, that you can fall victim to the fear. And that's why we have to break down voting. Nigga, this voting is a method to pass method to pacify black folks. They gave you the right to vote for a fucking reason. So they can act so Yeah, niggas fought for it, but at the end of the day, they decided to quell the black power movement and say, hey, go vote. Funnel this energy into the, your local fucking politics. The same way fucking Bernard Sanders over here ran a quote unquote progressive movement and he ran that quote unquote progressive movement right into the fucking democratic machine. That's the shit that's going on. My thing niggas is like these folks have fuck. shown you they have no 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 moral and no ethics, right? And people like to pry on I feel like like we even had the situation a couple weeks ago where we was leaving a breakfast spot. And the OG stopped this and was, you know, said something about go vote. And we was like, nah, we good. Um, and, like, he, like, tra- tracked us down, you know, down the street and was like, man, y'all know people fought for y'all for y'all right to vote, right? And I'm like, okay, well, if you want to, my first thing is, like, okay, if we playing that moral game, I'm pretty sure my ancestors did not fight for me to participate in the system. Per- like, niggas got to stop doing that. These niggas was, were at a time where they really believed that change could happen. And I understand in the 60s when it's it, it, something new, but in 2020, Fucking six years later. Also, didn't fight for me for my dumbass to be out here fucking voting for a fucking investing my time and energy into system that will keep myself and the people after me. Our ancestors were fighting for the right to be free. They was fighting for fucking liberation. And if if, if people just reduced 
organizing in the sit-ins to simply just fucking voting. People reduce the black power movement to so many fucking things and say, just go fucking vote. Nigga, black power was about building alternatives to this white supremacist capitalist state, go. nigga. There we go. And there's a reason why they fucking dismantled and destroyed that movement because it was building alternatives to this fucking state. It was building community programs that it was alternatives, bro. Like... We that that that's where I like my politics. Our politic is is like, bro, we got to create these fucking solutions, bro. Because how could we, how could we expect fucking state or the city of Oakland locally, for that matter, to address homelessness when they created this fucking issue of houselessness in itself? It wasn't just the city of Oakland. Of course, it was a national and capitalism, of course. But like, nigga, the city played a for show a role in it. How much fucking land does the fucking city of Oakland own? How much fucking money is pummeled into the fucking police? Niggas could have built housing. How much fucking housing is being used that is just open right now? And if Libby Schaff actually really wanted to, she could reclaim and use eminent domain and say this this housing, because also we're in a fucking pandemic, make this housing open. They're not finna do it. So it's yeah. us as the people, we have to create the conditions for actual change and realizing that change will never fucking come through a voting booth. Like it's it's just, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm saying your, your opinion matters Your time matters Why not spend it In doing work That's actually aligned To what you want If you actually want Power for black folks If, if you actually want Liberation for black folks If you actually want to see All oppressed All people All oppressed people Liberated From the hands Of this white supremacist Capitalist Patriarchal state You will spend your time Actively Looking at measures And steps to eradicate the system, bro. The system is not broken. That's what you hear. Oh, I'm that shit is like clockwork every four years. The system is broken. The system is broken. No. And we say the same thing every time. The system is working exactly how it's supposed to work. It is, bro. This shit is a well oiled fucking machine. There's a reason why all these fucking billionaires got more billionaires and the poor got more poor than this fucking pandemic. I mean, best case scenario, <laughs> voting. What is like? I don't like. What is what is the best? We had a black president, so I don't know what the fuck. Like I'm like, we that, already had the best saying, case bro. scenario. You had your motherfucking hope and change, and you had your black cop, you had your black district attorney, you had your black attorney general, you had your black homeland security. You got your whole fucking representation of fucking blackness, and nigga, what did that get you? Man, the Black Lives Matter movement started under a fucking black president, nigga. It could only there could only be black people in the United States of America. Everyone else can yeah. leave right now. Only black people with the same systems in place, bro. And we're going to see this same shit happening. Period. Point blank. All black principals, all black CEOs, all black wardens, all black managers, all black corporation heads, all black black owned black owned prisons, nigga. Black what? owned banks from from here to motherfucking Mississippi. You just have everything can just be all fucking black as long as capitalism is the structure. There's going to be oppression. <laughs> Period. Point Blake. Period. And y'all have already, y'all already, we've already got to see spurts of it. Look at Atlanta. Look at Atlanta. Our niggas in Atlanta tell us every day, y'all, this black capitalist, this black. Y'all make Atlanta is not, is not it's true. Not, it's not gonna happen. Now, Wakanda shit is not the answer, y'all. Like, I'm trying to tell people, y'all. Yeah, like look at how much houselessness there is in Atlanta. You feel me? You see the video of them, them when, when the uprisings was happening, what they tased them kids, all them black cops. They showed the picture. It was like five black cops and one Mexican. Like, come on, my nigga. Like, we have these places where black folks are, where there's a black middle class, uh, where the black folks are wealthy, where there's a black entertainment industry, where there's all these black colleges, where there's black police forces. We've done seen it all. We've seen Atlanta is a perfect example. It's there already. You want that on a on a global on a on a on a wide scale on a nationwide scale? Fuck no. And people want it because they see power in it. And I think that's one of the cold parts about it is people want that power, and people think that. 
they're going to be free. We do. If, we've with, also, with money, we've right? also, even the way that we not we talk about this often, right? Like using our imagination. But I think even the ways we've come to understand freedom is under a capitalist guise, right? Like even when I Period. think about freedom, I think about I need to get money. Right, like even even with at my big age or my fucking education, I still like there's this part of me like, bro, I need to get some money. That's how I can help my. Once people. I get this shit, you feel me? I'm gonna feel better. Like, which is, I mean, I mean in America, yes, in America, right. But I'm yeah. saying like when you you have to when we talk about terms of dreaming of evolution or dreaming of revolution, dreaming of liberation, you gotta start out. You gotta start expanding what freedom and liberation looks like to you out of a capitalist lens. It don't gotta. I mean, like we gotta. We have to do that. Yeah. We have to. Yeah, and. Not re- not thinking about shit in terms of money, you know what I mean? Because I think that's what you think about in c- because of capitalism. Because money is the things that buy you food, housing, and you know the shit you the essential resources you need to live. But what happens when that isn't the same thing, right? When if we think about freedom, shit, freedom to me is nigga free housing. You feel me? Free health care. I won't need money. I won't need a million dollars. Bro, what the fuck? You wouldn't want. You wouldn't want to have to make all that money if you got free housing and and, and free food. Yeah. And, you know, free health care. Like you would act. You know what I'm saying? Like your aspirations would be different. And that's why. I, that's why I be feeling. Why as, as frustrated as I am by folks, I also get it, bro. Like, yeah, because niggas, capitalism niggas, did a number on niggas. This this country has did a number on niggas to where. Our minds have. If I'm sitting, you, saying, you think you, you sometimes you think that's the only option. Your mind has been warped. Yeah, bro. your mind has been warped by capitalism to, in in ways that you can't even imagine, bro. The way like, that you go out and see the world every day. Because it's like fuck, this system ain't gonna crumble tomorrow. So shit, I might as well go get it. I know there's there's people like that. I know people like that. Even I like getting the bag. Shit, even my, like myself, like fuck it. It's it's true. I just want us to be able to call things for what they are. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. I just want people to stop saying like only just a at a. On a baseline level, just stop acting like liberation is going to come through electoral politics. Yeah. Just stop acting like there's lesser of two, two evils. For who are we speaking here? Who are we speaking for exactly? Like, and when we say the lesser of two evils, let's, let's, let's name who we're naming. There's, less of, there's a lesser of two evils for these people at this given point in time. Like, that's not, it's not an overarching thing. Evil is evil no matter how you fucking put it. Like, If you have to say lesser of two evils, the, the shit is still fucking evil. And, like you know, that that's that's what I don't fucking get. Like, do you not hear the contradiction just even in your speech? <laughs> the way you're describing it. Like, nigga, we still talking about evil. Fundamentally, this shit is evil. Like, evil bro. that okay, exactly. So if we're gonna get this evil regardless, why don't we spend our time creating the world that we want to see? Like I think about all those folks that spent all that time canvassing for Elizabeth Warren, canvassing for fucking Bernie Sanders, canvassing for Barack Obama, canvassing for all these quote unquote progressive candidates. Like, nigga, all that time you spent, you could have been organizing something. But I get it though. Niggas was fighting. You know, some niggas are actually trying out here trying to navigate capitalism. And some, what Left was saying, like, no, there are some people who step into this shit who truly believe that they can make a change from the inside out. And I just want y'all to realize it has not happened yet, and you are not that special. Like, <laughs> you, you ain't a fucking Marvel superhero. Like it's it's not gonna change, bro. It ain't happened yet. But my nigga, there are have been hella radical black. There have been hella radical black folks. There have been hella revolutionary black folks. Those things exist. We see those. We got. We have hundreds of examples. I mean, even people Thou- who might that. not even thousands of examples, not even identify with radical, Period. was doing some radical Mill- ass shit. If you think about examples. so many people in the Great Migration and shit, like. How people was just finding a way and then they came to Oakland and shit and they built their own farm. They built their own garden. It was making sustainable ways to fucking live. You got millions like, of examples of people who divested from this system and made and made something happen for black people. Niggas was living you don't off got the grid. One, you, don't got one, you don't got one example of someone who's been able to change things from the inside out. But you got millions of examples of black folks and Africans that have been able to 
say fuck this, I'm fed up and make something happen in the name of liberation. I mean, there's been more progress when 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 cities burn and when police precincts burn than ever has happened during voting. Niggas wouldn't be fucking talking about the fun of police if it was just simply voting. No one would have ever even articulated those words on such a national scale. It's because niggas took whatever methods they needed to fight back and burn the police precinct, rioted, rebelled. So when you look at these two presidents, look at their responses to these protests. Trump sends in the feds. What does Biden do? Biden says the same shit, essentially. Stop protesting. Stop the violence. Stop the rebels. Stop the stop the looting. Like these niggas is essentially saying the same exact thing. Why do you think Biden would have been better during the pandemic? Uh, you think a neoliberal <laughs> would be better during a fucking pandemic? Like this healthcare system didn't change in four years. Trump didn't create this healthcare system that we're in in fucking four years, nigga. This is a result of neoliberal policies of the privatization of medical services. Nigga, that shit wasn't just started with Trump, nigga. That wasn't just started with Obama and either. And with Trump. And it, go in, it wasn't going to end with Obama. It's not going to end with Trump. And I think that's why we got to look at these, you know, people who use like neoliberalism as like this better alternative to fucking fascism. I'm like, neoliberalism is a is a fascist ideology that breeds the conditions for full blown fascism. That creates the conditions. Look they at, look at, under the guise of like, this is change. This is change. When it's really just a different way. It's just a different route. It's a fork in the road. And they eventually going to get to the same spot. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the Democratic Party was just created for an illusion of choice. Like, okay, you have you actually have a choice. But realistically, they're all doing the same shit, man. I mean, it's just going to differ. It's going to different and at, at any given time. Man. Blank. Banana and banana. Same fucking thing. It's just how you pronounce it. Like, <laughs> that's what it is. And we got to stop looking at this shit as better than another. Like why has you made why have you made this one person such a fu- like such a fucking boogeyman? Y'all niggas be saying this shit is a system of oppression. That's what a system. A not system, of not just one fucking person. <laughs> not persons of you oppression. could put anybody into Systems. the fucking president's office, and oppression is still gonna fucking happen. And this is not made up. We've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen it. And that's all just like, I know it's scary because it's different, right? Like, the thing is with this. Well, let's say it. You could put a tri-racial amputee in as president. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Thought. Hold on. Uh, what? <laughs> fuck. What was he saying? He said persons, not systems. Oh, I know it's scary, right? Like. The thing about this shit is so familiar. Like, at least we know we up against every every four years, right? Every day when you gotta go up against the president or whatever, you know what you up against. You could you can say these things. You got you got this thing that you can blame, but when you start to step outside that shit and realize you gotta look for alternatives, that shit is is it's the unknown. It's a lot of fucking work. And how many people can just rest on saying like, well, I, at least I didn't vote for him. I did my part. I went out and voted. I did my part. Like that's like you just exempt from all the other ways that you go out and uphold the status quo every day. It's like I checked in. This was my job. Yeah, you feel like me? I, I did my I did thing. My Y'all part. niggas no, you didn't do did nothing. My nigga. You like, didn't even do the bare minimum. Nigga, democracy ain't about you fucking voting every day, nigga. We don't live in no fucking democracy, anyways. And that's what I'm. And that, that's all I'm saying. It's just like voting and putting signs up in your wall, on your on your mirror, in your car, putting bumper stickers on. It's not. It's not the work. I'm sorry. There's not the real work. 
it could be a, a facet of it. Again, I've always said there's a place for it. Just be, be don't make it out to be something that's not. Don't act like yeah. liberations don't come through voting, and don't act like you're doing this grand fucking gesture. And two, how are you simultaneously living in a way that actually does align with the liberation of black folks? And we also know that the liberation of black folks is directly connected to the dismantling of the system. So while you up here upholding the status quo, you live in a very contradictory life. Thousand percent. And it's like I really just feel like the Democratic Party in itself it it is being used and it was created just to in the way right we're seeing it now is being used to curb organizing, is being used to curb black radical activism. This like we was talking about in the last episode we left, like this is a form of co optation. This is a form of the state destroying a movement and they're using the Democratic Party as a as a way to do it. As a method of, oh, we can make changes through the Democratic Party. We can make changes through Biden. We can make changes through Kamala. And that's what it is. It's the state trying to kill a movement. So be careful what you advocate for. But I don't think people will see that connection. When we talk, I mean, if you can't see that, we talked, we gave a whole episode on suppression last week and being able to connect the dots for things that might not seem like they're actually connected. But if they're, <laughs> come on. Come on. Because what happens when Joe Biden gets elected and what happens... If, I mean, I think the motherfuckers are going to lose anyways. Like, that's my thought. But if they do get elected, what is going to be different? You're going to see people be like, oh, we have... A, things are back to normal. We're back under this Obama shit. This life is so much better. It's like, no, nigga, we could still going to be in a fucking pandemic. We still going to be in an economic crisis because capitalism is that system that allows for a pandemic like COVID-19 to kill millions of people. I was kill hundreds of thousands of people in this in this country. I was I was listening to uh, not listening. I was in a lift the other day, and the driver was listening to this NPR show, and it talked about how how uh, Biden had visited Jacob Blake's family, like in the, in the last week or so, and how he was had plans to start a team on race and policing. Like what? For one, like I just I think about the the performance and the white supremacy oxymoronic nature of all these things, right? Like we'll create a committee for this, nigga. You we'll, won't create a, a committee we'll create on race and policing. What the fuck? Like a fucking contradiction. We've seen where these medias get people. You know where they get you? They get you more community police. They get you a black police chief. Why do people think that the reason why the police are killing folks is because we're not close enough? You know, if we just all sat down in a barbershop with the police officers and sat and talked away our issues, maybe the police wouldn't kill us, Delancey. <laughs> but that's the part that... Uh, it's so, like, oh, my God, that shit is so wild. He also he also said that, you know, one of the reasons why f- folks are fucking with Biden so much is because he has plans to raise the minimum wage, to raise minimum wage so that we can... Uh, lessen the poverty, the, the inequities. How you gonna raise the minimum wage when half the workforce is out of a job? When we about to be in a recession, nigga. Okay, in order for, for sure. capitalism to, I don't give a nigga. They can make minimum wage a million dollars. In order for, in order, for, I wonder how much the fucking the nigga who owns the company is gonna be making. In order for capitalism to exist, there has to be the poor and the wealthy. There has to be someone that's getting taken advantage of. There has to be someone that is expendable. There has to be someone. Come on, my nigga. Like that is simple that baseline like that's like Basic, baseline econ- economics, bro. Somebody Period. owns the means of production, and then there's the fucking worker. That's how the, one, the owner is going to keep the owner. 
And the worker is going to be a fucking worker. But the fact and that, they're just going to fight the fucking money. That's why I think it's so disrespectful for someone to like, yeah, I'm going to raise the poverty line. That nigga is telling you, I, you know, I know you don't know how capitalism works. He's so telling I can you, you this fucking dream. I'm going to raise the poverty line, but I'm going to still keep poverty. Not, I mean, not I'm, I'm not going to get rid of not, poverty. I'm, eradicate poverty. I'm not going to get rid of homelessness. I'm not going to get rid of child hunger, nigga. We just going to, you going to get two snacks instead of one snack. That's like that's a spitting that's, that's a slapping niggas faces, bro. That's honest. evil, bro. Like these niggas get on these niggas get on TV every day and disrespect the intelligence of the nation, of this nation. Every day. They get on TV and say, I know you niggas don't know no better, and I'm gonna take advantage of it. I know I can sell you niggas are dreaming off off or anything. I mean that's that's part of it. That's part of it. Is they keep the people controlled by education and propaganda. Clear as day, everything you know, majority of the shit we consume is some form of propaganda, and people people are gonna fall for it, and that's what's just gonna continue to happen in this country until we create alternatives, until we create actual change, and actual change will never come out of using this fucking system. Actual change will, of course, we're still gonna have to navigate the system in some way, right? But change comes when we create alternatives to the yeah, system. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think this shit is gonna happen tomorrow. I think again, it's just a, I'm not. And I'm, so I'm long, not telling niggas not fight. to vote in November. I'm just saying, like, you know, be able to to be able to look at yourself and be honest about what you're doing. Know that, know know the role that you play in upholding the status quo, whether it's through electoral politics or the way that you move through the world on a day to day basis. Like, just start to really look and analyze things. That's all I'm asking for. That's that's all I'm asking for, and especially to the youth that are being molded by this time. Don't fall victim to reformist politics. Don't fall victim to that shit. Don't let them make y'all think that y'all are doing something that's actually gonna lead to a change for yourself and for the people that's coming after y'all. Like learn from what learn from your history. Learn from what's happened to us. Learn learn from this shit. Because prisons were reforms. The police were reforms. Voting was a reform. And look what look what has got us. Went from slave patrols to the police. From plantations to the prison. Like capitalism is a constant state of reform because it's learning how to grow and become stronger and stronger. And then they just call it a reform. So in order for this shit to end, this shit has to be abolished. When we say abolish the police, we ain't just talking about abolishing the whole police. We're talking about abolishing the whole police. We're talking about abolish this whole system of capitalism because we know that the police is gatekeepers of capitalism. They is the hired mercenaries for capitalism. The military is hired mercenaries for these corporations that go and loot the continent, that go and loot the global south. So I think it's really having a fundamental understanding of capitalism. And I think that's something that shit has just become lost in some ways, but also because of the state. You got to think about like in the 60s and 70s, like a lot of them niggas was communists. You feel me? A lot of them niggas was Marxist and shit like and then now it's like this red scare shit <laughs> with Russia and, and China. Like this shit is happening over and over again, trying to turn people away from communism and socialism. I don't know. <laughs> again, just challenging folks to think. That's, that's all niggas really can do. Um, hope y'all learn something. At the very least, you should just go look up some of the stuff that we said. Do that research on the 1994 crime bill. I do that research. Do really look into what you know, the the 
the policies that these folks voted for when they were governors, vice presidents, whatever the fuck they were at any given time. Look at what, what those policies meant for folks abroad. Look at that shit. Ask yourself what it means. Just have a full understanding. Have a full understanding of voting, of the system, of the electoral college, of this shit, so you know for what it is. Episode 80, Hella Black. Tap in with our Patreon, patreon.com slash hellblackpod. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, subscribe, you feel me, download the episode, rock with us.